Greetings, Nicola. Hello, Karen. How are you today? Very good. Very nice to meet you. I think we never met in person, actually. We haven't. Uh, lovely to meet you, too. And uh, greetings from Scotland all the way here. It's a sunny day here in Scotland. How is it in Switzerland today? Amazingly enough, it's sunny also in Geneva. <laughs> <laughs> usual, and it's pretty warm as well. I mean, it looks like uh, it's uh, it's getting warmer and warmer, which is good. I, you know, I'm I'm half Italian, so I, I actually do love uh, sun. Yes, no, and uh, I, I you've been to Scotland, Adele, or you know Scotland. The weather here is very, very rarely good, so it's quite nice to feel that spring is is sprung at last and. Uh, we could look well, forward to you know. Yeah, I, I actually have uh, pretty good memories about Scotland because I, I used to and I was, uh, I had a lot of friends in uh, Edinburgh and uh, Glasgow. Yeah. And so I was, re- I was coming to party actually to the. <laughs> <laughs> I go back a few years, but it was so much fun. Uh, yeah, no, listen, it's good fun. Actually, there's not an awful lot to do other than drink whiskey and have good times. So. <laughs> you bet. No, no, absolutely. Oh, well, listen, lo- lovely to, to see you today. And I believe it was your birthday on Wednesday, so many happy returns. Thank uh, you very much. I I did party enough. Uh, yeah, so. oh, that's nice. Well, it, and uh, my, it was my 50th, actually, last week. So uh, okay, so I've nice got a couple time. of years. I've got a couple of years on you, uh, which is, you know. Getting um, there. Catching up. <laughs> well, listen, lovely to see you today. And uh, thank you. We're, we're very proud uh to be your new partner in Scotland with Roger Dubuis, and it's real, well, really our great, pleasure. Real, really great to have an opportunity to to talk with you and learn a bit more about the brand. I mean, you're you're a man with watchmaking in your blood. You've been immersed in, in in watchmaking from an early age. Your entire career has been in the trade. You know, what's the culture shift? You know, like moving to Roger Dubuis. Well. I have to say, as you said, you know, I spent my life into watches. My family has been into watches for three generations. My my parents were manufacturing watch cases and bracelets for pretty much all the brands that uh, are out there today, or well, a good part of them. And uh, and so I, I I grew up going to the factory, seeing how you make things, uh, talking about movements, uh, and and uh, you know, my father didn't want me to to get watches. They they sent me to study finance. And at the end, uh, you know, it was in my blood, uh, as you said. And it's been it's been my life. I, I love these uh, these little objects that capture uh, time in a way. And uh, and uh, coming to Roger de Bouy was a kind of uh, at the end of my my journey, if I may. Well, my journey is still going to be very long, but you know, it was the, the in a way crowning uh, my my career into this world uh, because. Uh, I have to say that I discovered a world which I knew. Uh, you know, it's it's funny to remember that the first cases manufactured by Roger were manufactured by my father. So, uh, you know, I met Roger when I was uh, 20, 25, you know, those years. And then I came back as the CEO of the brand after a while. And uh, and again, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a different world here. Uh, even compared to my past experiences as an entrepreneur or uh, with other brands here, it's really the pinnacle of the world of watchmaking and, and a place where we do things a bit differently, of which I'm very proud. I mean, I didn't invent anything, but it's really an incredible different world from most of our colleagues and competitors. today. Well, you know, I have a lot of respect for being different. You know, we quite often in, in, in our industry, we're retailers. We, we get, you know, we're seen as the disruptors. 
the young bucks, if you like, although I'm feeling a bit older now. Um, so, you know, to do things differently, you know, takes a lot of innovation, a lot of effort. And, you know, Roger DeWee makes some of the most flamboyant expressive watches in the industry. You've even coined your own phrase to describe your philosophy, hyperology. Tell me about it. You know, what is hyperology? <laughs> well, very cool to talk about it because it's a, it's really who we are. It's our segment. It's what somehow we invented, you know. And it's fun because if you think about it, you know, the etymology of the word, hyper stands for beyond. You know, in the Greek uh, word uh, is, means beyond. And it's a, it's, a, it's a word that has not been used much in the past. It's, uh, the world started to use hyper in the last 20 years when everybody really wanted something more. You know, there's, there's always this thing about getting more. And for us, hyperology stands for a, a way to evolve the traditional high-end watchmaking world, what, uh, what in Switzerland is called auto-horlogerie, into something different, I would say. You know, we, we always say we take inspiration from the past, and we know very well that uh, Roger himself comes from uh, uh, an important past of, uh, in terms of watchmaking, but evolving that in an expressive and contemporary way. And for us, expressive uh, means to play with the movements, with the, with the way the movement can say something, not only work, but actually the way they are conceived, designed, and finished. And contemporary has to do with new shapes, you know, new ways of designing watches, not necessarily uh, the classical way. And I have, I have full respect for uh, all our colleagues, but we are just a bit different. And we think uh, to encapsulate perfectly uh, the future of uh, watchmaking. That's for us, hyperology. Fantastic. And you mentioned that you have met the actual man, Mr. Roger Dewey. Um, what aspects of his legacy do you hold most dear? Well, as I said, you know, I think we have a tremendous respect for the past. This is an industry that was born more than 300 years ago, 400 years ago, and it's become an art. I, I really believe that uh, it's the art of watchmaking. And so you need to really go and evolve. You need to know what came uh, in the past. And for us, that means to understand exactly what the complications means, what, what uh, watchmaking has been throughout the years. And this was really the vision of Roger. Uh, one of the key things I keep telling to my team is that uh, every brand to, uh, should st stand true to their DNA. The moment you start disrupting and going too much away from what you were created for, then, you know, sometimes even your clients have difficulties in understanding. And for, for me, for us, it was always about that. The vision was set by Roger at the very beginning, and we are still doing exactly what he wanted to do at that time. So evolving the world of watchmaking, uh, taking into consideration the tradition and the past. And the fact that uh, even today we keep... Uh, Daring to all the rules of the Poinçon de Genève, for example, the Geneva seal, uh, mean really that we take care of what uh, was created in Geneva, of the industry. Uh, we take care of uh, the whole tradition of watchmaking, but uh, with our different way of seeing things. And given your you know, respect for the past and the ongoing trend right now for vintage revivals, any plans for a late 90s archive raid? You know, it's a, it's a very good question. I actually, I have to say, not the first one. As you said, there is a, an ongoing trend for uh, revivals, uh, vintage, and so on. I think our history has been pretty uh, short. You know, we, we, we started uh, just a bit more than 25 years ago. 
And uh, I think that given what I just told you, we look at, at the future of watchmaking and, uh, you know, our purpose, and we worked a lot this year, you know, everybody talks about purpose, economy, and so on. For us, our purpose is going beyond. So continue exploring the world of watchmaking, continue pushing the boundaries of watchmaking to the next level. With that in mind, for us, it's difficult to uh, look at backward. I mean, we need to constantly project ourselves forward. And so, you know, our heritage is the future. And for the moment, I'm not planning to do any re-edition or any look at the back uh, to, to, uh, of, the, of the history of Roger de Voilà. Bravo. You've mentioned a Roger de Bouy tribe in past interviews. Um, what sort of man or woman does it take to qualify for that tribe? Well, very good question. Again, I, I love, you know, this, this tribe idea, you know. It's, uh, I never like to segment too much. You know, I, I, I believe that we are all so different and uh, that, that I really uh, like for people to express themselves into being different. And probably this is exactly the point. It's a question of attitude. Like, uh, you know, to talk and to work with friends, with people who want to choose, who are able to choose, who want to enjoy life. It's, a, it's, a, it's really this, uh, this uh, you know, we, we often talk about hedonism, which is uh, the, the, the ability, the possibility to enjoy life. And life is full of beautiful things, uh, pieces of art, uh, you name it. I mean, moments to enjoy. That's why our two territories of expression have to do with adrenaline, and it's a strong emotion it's with the motorsport world, and with what we call expressive singularity, this idea of being extravagant, of uh, being able to, uh, for, for each one to express themselves. And this is really what Roger Dui is about. It's about a world where everybody can really enjoy, enjoy life at its best. Uh, let me say with uh, things that do not come... Uh, Easily, I know, you know, uh, what we do is difficult to manufacture, difficult to find most of the times, and we want it to be like that. You know, it takes years for us to conceive maybe just one caliber, just one watch. And so it cannot be available to everybody. Uh, it's, uh, it's something quite amazing, quite unique. And we want people to get to us to look for that specific thing. And not, you know, another thing that I keep saying is that we love this idea that, uh, uh, you know, the world is telling you that to be cool, you need to wear something. Okay, we are saying, no, I mean, wear whatever you want, but make sure you enjoy what you're wearing on a daily basis. Make sure you enjoy who you are and what you do. And that's the kind of tribe we are. It's a different world. And more and more, I keep saying to my team that wearing a Roger Dubuis, it's a sign of being a certain kind of person. You know, the tribe is about that. It's about enjoying being part of a, a different way of being, and then the sign is what you put on your wrist. Well, I'm on that note, I'm enjoying wearing my spider hurricane. <laughs> there you go. So, voila. <laughs> and that brings me actually naturally to Lamborghini because I'm wearing the hurricane uh, skeleton just now. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a perfect fit car wise for your brand. Just, you know, listening to what you're talking oh, about, yeah. the tribe there. How did this partnership come about? You know, it's a great partnership. And there's been many of them in our industry. But your partnership seems strong and it seems to be technically also integrated in terms of the designs. Uh, so, you know, I'm really excited to hear about that. Uh, absolutely. Well, I, I have to say I wasn't there when the partnership started. I arrived uh, just after. But again, as an Italian, I could cherish the moment we decided to uh, to work with them. I mean... It, 
I grew up with the, the myth of the Miura, you know, or the, the Countach, these amazing cars. And I think it's, 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 a, it's a, as you said, it's a perfect partnership. We represent excellencies in what we do in two different industries. And the important thing that we, we represent excellence, excellence not only for what we do, but the way we do it, how we do it. And this is very important to me. I was talking about craftsmanship. I was talking about the, the dedication and the attention, the passion that we have behind what we do on a daily basis. And this is exactly the same at, uh, at Lamborghini. We share the same values. And that's why the you know, partnership comes almost uh, uh, seamlessly. It's, 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 it's fun to work together. It's fun to uh, meet every time. Our designers meet regularly with their designers. And we look together how the world, how the world of design is evolving. Our technical people meet with their technical people and we see what we can share between materials, between new ideas, between the technique. You know, the, the, the thing is that we have both a chassis and we have both an engine. And so it's, uh, it's fun on how we can uh, talk and, and, and discuss the evolution of these two things into something amazing. And I think uh, they're doing an amazing job. And uh, uh, there is just a new CEO who has joined the brand, uh, uh, Stephen Winkelmann. Uh, we met a couple of weeks ago, and I, I am sure that we'll continue doing great things together. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the most natural partnerships, or the best partnerships, are those that feel most natural and don't actually feel like a partnership. They almost feel like a friendship, you know what I mean? And uh, it seems I, to be... As I said, we have fun together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we, yeah. we meet and uh, we, we, we go often, for example, uh, uh, to the Super Trofeo events uh, around the world where we share... You know, we, we invite clients, they invite clients, and uh, we, we give uh, uh, racing uh, experiences to our clients and vice versa. And, and it's fun. As you said, it comes naturally. That's perfect. Uh, that's exactly how it should be. And in terms of other dream partnerships, in terms of people as well as brands, what else have you got up your sleeve or what, what else do you aspire towards? Well, as I said, we worked a lot uh, in the past few years on uh, on the motorsport side, so on this adrenaline factor uh, territory, uh, mostly uh, thanks to Lamborghini and Pirelli, which are our two partners in that world. And then we are starting today to developing our second uh, territory of expression, which uh, I mentioned before, uh, the expressive similarity, in which we really want to connect uh, with, uh, let me say, the world of expression. And so... I can tell you in advance, we started something in the last uh, year uh, with Carl Chirane, uh, the special artist uh, on, uh, with which we worked for the Excalibur Superbia, a magnificent piece. Uh, in, uh, you know, it was a, a, a new double flying tourbillon, all encrusted with uh, uh, baguette diamonds and blue sapphires, which created this incredible uh, game of light and ref re refraction and so on. And we're going to continue. Uh, now, I cannot tell you much because... Uh, uh, it's gonna happen soon, but we're gonna still we're gonna continue working in the world of contemporary art. Uh, so connecting with uh, someone who who sees and lives re the reality in a different way. Huh? We go back to this, this disruptive disruptive approach, uh, this peculiar way of interpreting reality and, and life. And I think we found uh, some very good uh, connections once once again uh, with uh, some amazing individuals and uh, and artists. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned, well, we mentioned earlier that, you know, your family has been involved in watchmaking and uh, you were from an early age 
have been involved in, in watchmaking too. But when did you first get watches? You know, you know what I mean? When you first really understood uh, what it was, you know? Uh, yes, uh, I think uh, because of, uh, of my family, it was very early, at a very early age. I remember going to the factory and, uh, and I, I love working with the prototypists, you know, those guys who were taking a piece of metal and transforming it into something working in a case, in a movement, in components. And I had rapidly to understand how to use the machine and what the machines were, were for. And at the end, how every single part that we were creating had a function. Huh? Now, the beauty of that and the beauty, if I may, also of Roger Dubuis, is that of shaping uh, technical things into something beautiful. And, uh, and that was what fascinated me when I was super young, you know, the idea of making my own watch and to think that it was a beautiful thing, even you know, the, with the, you know, not exactly straight or correct uh, the way I wanted. Uh, and this is still, uh, amazingly enough, this is exactly what we do uh, at Roger Dubuis. We, we bend the technique so to make a beautiful thing, a beautiful object at the end. And uh, I, I might say... Probably I was 10 years old, 11 years old, when I, I really started understanding. Not, not understanding, maybe that's, that's too much, because, you know, then there is this philosophical uh, idea about what time is and the fact that you can capture something that uh, it's impossible to capture, that it, it's, uh, it's so fascinating. And I keep, you know, thinking about, uh, even today, uh, it, it's something amazing about uh, making watches, you know. And we're very lucky, aren't we, to be in the... Uh industries that we work in we're uh, very blessed how have your tastes changed since uh being at Roger de in terms of watches i i can't really say that my my taste has changed i mean i i i have my idea in terms of uh, what a, a watch should be in terms of design i always uh, i always made uh, uh watches very open uh, so uh when uh, I started seeing these incredible skeletonized calibers that we do at Roger Dubuis with very little metal uh, on the top, uh, I think uh, it was uh, exactly what I always tried to do my, in my, with my own brand. I was doing a very similar kind of watches uh, uh, some 10 years ago. Um, I, I, I have to say that uh, here it's all about, and I repeat myself, evolution. And uh, for example, uh, in the new double tourbillon that we just launched, we have reworked the lines of our iconic Excalibur original collection into something more contemporary, you know, with dense lines, eliminating uh, the curves, working really on the volume of the case, so to make it uh, uh, more contemporary and, and to, to go along with, the, with the, the, the tendencies of design. I think it's, uh, it's uh, something that fully expresses my way of seeing watches and that of my team, because at the end, Whatever we do here is, is the work of a team uh, of amazing professionals, of amazing people who know who have been leaving uh, this industry like I, I have been for years. And, uh, and uh, every, uh, everything we achieve, everything we do today, it's, uh, it's the expression of the team and of, of normally many years of uh, ideas, thinking, uh, trying, uh, and so on. And, you know, maybe it's a good moment for me uh, to... to present a, a new thing that we are launching uh, at Roger Dubuis. Um, I, I, I mentioned that before, but it's, it's really uh, taking, uh, uh, taking life now. It's uh, what we call the Q-Lab. Uh, uh, if you want uh, 
in honor of uh, the Mr. Q that uh, you probably know well from uh, James Bond movies, uh, which always fascinated me, this idea of uh, a crazy laboratory where, where he was going and finding, discovering all these new tools that he could use. Well, uh, the, the same idea we had here, and we are starting now the actual works to restructure completely a part of our building, of our manufacture, and it's going to be this crazy place where uh, all uh, our luckiest clients uh, will have access to and where they will really discover about the inventive, the creativity, the craziness of Jose Dubuis and our uh, uh, watchmakers. Uh, there, there will be a, an area dedicated to new materials. There will be machines working while people will be, will be visiting. Uh, it's a place where we really want to aggregate all the creativity of the brand of uh, this maison and uh, give also space to people that normally wouldn't have access to uh, you know, the engine of, uh, of the brand. You know, why uh, the CFO cannot have uh, great ideas about the escapement of a movement? Why, uh, you know, and so this is going to be a, a virtual and physical place where to aggregate the minds, the beautiful minds of Jose Dubu. And so I can't, look, can't, can't wait to see uh, the final thing because also the design is pretty cool and to invite uh, you and all the people that uh, will, uh, will want to come to see uh, what our QLab and what Roger Dubu is about. Oh, it sounds amazing. We're going to see it with, we're going to see a watch on James Bond then next, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, that, that, uh, I guess it's going to be complicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, listen, um, it's a Friday afternoon and uh, we want to put our feet up after a long week, no doubt. So my last question for you today. So looking forward, you've mentioned QLab. Um, looking forward to to the next five years, what can we expect to see? Uh, here I have to use my uh, my my thing. I mean, uh, expect the unexpected. That's really Roger de Wood. And uh, we have plenty of things, as I said, also thanks to these new uh, ideas we are putting together. We have plenty of things coming. Uh, you know, because of the long cycles, I'm seeing already what we're going to launch in uh, in three years, most probably. And uh, I, I, I'm just amazed by the creativity, by the ideas, the inventive of, of my team, and about how we are, how we keep evolving uh, this incredible industry, this incredible world. So once again, stay tuned because uh, we will not disappoint uh, our friends and our tribe. Okay. Well, Nicola, thank you so much for your time today. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We're, as I said, very proud uh, to be a new partner here in Scotland. I hope. Soon enough, you'll have a chance to come and visit us and uh, we'll take you on a tour. And uh, we really look forward to seeing your new products coming and really developing this partnership with you. So it's really, really interesting to hear a little bit more about the brand, get into, into the, a little bit more depth behind, behind it. So thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Karen. Same uh, likewise. I mean, I can't wait to start traveling again, meeting people, meeting our clients around the world, visiting places. So I, I'm really looking forward to, to see you in person, to come visiting, uh, to come to visit Rocks and to get back to Scotland. <laughs> okay. And of course, we'll take you to some of your old haunts, no doubt. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great. All the best. Have a lovely Thanks, weekend. See you. All the best. Bye-bye.